friends. I'm Taylor. And I'm Brittany. Together, we're two sisters who are here to help you learn some tips and tricks to help navigate this crazy journey called life. We bring you the perspective of a licensed mental health counselor, aka therapist, and a new mother. And a slightly eccentric mom of two. When you combine us as sisters, we like to consider ourselves as quite the dynamic duo. So join us as we talk about all life has to offer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and hit that follow, like, or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts for updates. If you're liking what you hear, leave us a five-star review. It helps us know what content you like and spreads the love to others to get resources and help for their mental health. Okay, Tay, so we are doing our first resource episode, right? Yeah, so I get asked a lot for resources for just in general. So I thought it'd be easier if I had them in one place and I could go back and refer to them and have clients refer to them too, or just other people in general. And this is going to be a compilation of, Brittany, you are, oh my goodness, my husband's desk was moving on me without me knowing. Oh, that's fancy. It's almost like standing desk. It's a new one. Sorry, sorry, guys. That was very scary. I don't know how to get that to stop. Um, Okay. So, um, sorry, guys. My brain is so distracted now because that terrified me. I don't know why. We're going to put all of these resources in one spot. (laughs) Well, you're such a good, like, avid reader. And you. I feel like you are constantly listening and looking at things and things like that. So I feel like I kind of do that and kind of don't, like, sometimes. But together, we have a lot of information to pass on to people. So I wanted to give us a platform to do that on. So today, we are going to talk about resources that you and I have found in general and kind of just... Like we can touch on some of them, explain some of them. And some of them I feel like are like, I know on my list, one or two of them is pretty wide known. So we'll just refer to it. But um, I have broken it down though into three different areas. So it's like podcasts, audiobooks, uh, shows like TV shows or like clips, like video clips or things like that. And then books. So we're going to start with books first that we recommend this month. Okay. And all of these are kind of like mental health or like self-awareness type books, right, Tay? Like just kind of... Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are going to be written by either professors or people that specialize in the field or just people that have really good wisdom on it. So this month, um, we're kind of following the theme of what we had talked about before. And this one is more around like change goals, things like that. So look at the theme of the month and that's probably what the resources are more about. But sometimes we may just have a really good resource we want you guys to know either way. And we will just give that a shout out. So theme-ish, kind of not sometimes. So Okay, cool. Let's do it. First one for me. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. You're fine. Okay, so we're going to do books first. So if y'all are readers or like books, like get out Audio your list. books. Yeah. Yeah. First one for me is Habits of a Happy Brain. Loved this book. It's by Loretta and I forgot to write down their last name, but we will post all of these online and you can definitely find them easy. This book though was awesome when I read it because it didn't just break down like, I mean, we, we like tons of books on like habits and how to like accomplish these things and have motivation and all that stuff. Right. And I feel like there's a lot of them out there. This one was specifically talking about how to release chemical components of our brains to help with fighting depression and anxiety specifically. So it breaks down saying like, this is how dopamine releases. This is how serotonin is released. This is how oxytocin and endorphins are released. And those are the four main happy chemicals. And it's going in saying, these are the habits that are going to release those in your day-to-day life. And that's actually some of the stuff I've incorporated with some of my clients. So this book has been like huge, I feel like for my clients and my practice and thinking about they're the neurological component to releasing these chemicals. 
And we have to think about our behavior that is releasing those because there's multiple parts of our mental health and our ability to live life. And, and happiness comes not only from your mindset, but also from your lifestyle and from your behaviors. And your behaviors are creating a release of chemicals. And this book talks all about that relationship and how to accomplish a more rounded day-to-day mindfulness and lifestyle. And I, I loved it. And I thought it wasn't like a dense, heavy read because I've definitely read those. Hello, eight years of college. Um, this was not like that. It was solid. I love it. So questions on happy habits of the brain. No, I need to read that one though. I haven't read that one yet. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Number two is Dopamine Nation. This one is specifically, I was a addic- an addiction specialist in grad school. So that's what my degree was particularly and so I'm a mental health therapist with a specialty in that training. Um, so addictions are very fascinating to me. They're definitely a, a spot that's like my core that I love, uh, like deep, you know, and that this one is talking about how our nation and our, like our society has created it so that we have to have a dopamine zap. And this is how the dopamine system in our brain is connected. So it's a lot about goal setting. It's a lot about like addictive habits. And if you kind of have that relationship with behaviors and things like that, they go together. That's perfect. Um, this reminds me of a book that's not a resource, but that don't like not dopamine, but actually like the drug problem in America. But like when you were talking about addiction and stuff, yeah. the many lives of mama love, it was so good. Um, many lives of mama love. Yeah. The many lives of mama love. She, it was like, she went to jail. She had had a drug addiction, like lost everything and how she pulled herself back up through the system. Um, it's a memoir. That. And it's so good. So not a resource, but it kind of goes along with that. Like, I think that's like a form of resource though. Like it's, I mean, I like that kind of stuff too. So I put it on our list. We'll definitely advertise that one. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely like your, when you said addictions and dopamine, it reminded me of like, she was a soccer mom, upper middle class and like lost everything. Like it was really heartbreaking and really good. So that reminds me of this too. Did you watch yet the, um, Oh, it's on Netflix. I think it's called The Pill with Matthew Broderick. And it's about oh, oxy- I know what you're talking about. oxycodone. Yeah. And it's about the the pain medication pandemic, right? That's happened and fall of the House of Usher. Like that one was fascinating too. And they there's are been a bunch of those. There's around so right many. Now. And there's so many on Netflix. Like I think that, you know, like there's a thing. But yeah, we watched both of those and they were so good in showing how it's like the decline of human morality and the decline of like people. But it's also like, and it showed all these different storylines. Like we actually really liked both of those. So if you're wanting to watch a show kind of with addictions to the background and like talking about that and how it affects people in a whole totality, like the addictions. And yes, it's a substance, but addictions actually look very similar and um, their destructiveness for your lifestyle. And does that make sense? Like the pattern is the same. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So watching it, it's like, yeah, if you have like a food eating disorder or a video game or, you know, processing or anything like that, like these all tie in and it's very interesting to see how it goes. So like dopamine hits and all that, you can see it. Yeah. And that's why when you had said about dopamine nation, it reminded me of this just because yeah. of that, like, yeah, there's a connection. It, you keep looking for more. You keep yeah. looking for, yeah. But then you look at the behaviors and how they're built and how people's lifestyles reinfluence that like need for dopamine. So if you were to pair that happy habits book with like the, you know, the fall of house of Usher and like that book and the mama love and yeah, the like, many all lives of mama love and yeah. 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 They all go together and understand. They were looking for more of that dopamine yeah. and like the needs got more and more. Yeah. Um, not extreme. Severe. I mean, it is severe. Yeah. No, extreme. Like, cause they the had a lower tolerance. Like, so they needed more and then it yeah. became destructive. And that's where you can see like, okay, 
if I have a behavior that I don't like and I want to change and I need habits, and this is where I'm saying like, I love outside resources where we can actually see these things play out. So if I, cause like mainstream people have watched probably the house of Usher, the fall of house of Usher, or they've watched like an like disclaimer, that one's kind of dirty. So if you watch it, like whatever, but, um, <laughs> but or like the pill or like things like that, like those ones definitely have like um, this theme or this like driving background to them that, are actual real mental health problems and you can see it played out in those. And I love that. I love when people can actually see mental health applied and it's yeah, like way. So if you have more of those as we go on, shut okay. them out. Sorry. It was like not on our list, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're trying to be like one? all official. And I was like, Brittany, you read all the time. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like it was, it's funny. I was oh, like, like I, I read like- a lot of books. It's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're great. So those two are really great for changing. The last one, Lots of people have heard about this one. It's it's popular. It's good. It's not like one that I'm like. It's Atomic Habits by James Clear. Like that one's great. If you want to look for like habits, that's fabulous. If I was to go and pick one from the ones that I had listed, Happy Habits is my favorite. Habits of a Happy Brain. Loved the chemical release. Loved understanding the connection and correlation of that. Atomic Habits is also well done. It is good. So any of those ones will be great for like understanding behavior and how to change it and how to motivate. I think there's this balance too where we think when we're trying to change behavior that there shouldn't be, we should just do it. We have willpower, but it's like, willpower doesn't just get us through things. There's a lot more to it than that. And that's where you can check out those books and see what I'm talking about. I love it. Okay. Brett, what are yours? Okay. So my books, uh, the first one I have a lot of you, this is another one that's been floating around too, but the outward mindset by the Arbinger, um, Institute, that one, so disclaimer on this, they do a bunch of like CB, CBT discussion, like the cognitive behavioral therapy. I don't agree with that aspect of it per se, but I like the whole I like dialogue CBT. that they're having. I don't know like on the application and all of it, if it totally like works. I went to a book club yeah. and my friend Gail was there and she's a therapist and I could totally see her point on like why she was saying this may not connect with like what they were yeah. talking about. Um So just take that like as a grain of salt, but otherwise the outward mindset is great because it's one of those that like remind you as a leader, especially if we're having a leadership mindset that we need to look outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, This would be great to read if you want a promotion, if you want to like work better in a team, if you want to get along with your family better. It's one of those that really helps you identify others needs how can you assist them in their goals and their challenges while also still helping yourself? Um, it's just ends up like it gives you a perspective of just being a little more selfless and still being a leader and someone that people can come to and confide to. It would be great if like every vice president, upper management CEO were to read this book, just because it really helps kind of change that dialogue of um, I'm in charge and you're under me. So even as a parent to what is happening and why is it happening and how mm. can I better help you? Mm. So the outward mindset, okay. it was really good. Um, I think that, I think the thing with CBT, especially is probably what your, your friend was referring to is it, if you stay solely in that, you're not getting a holistic approach. Exactly. Like, yeah. You're stuck and it's not giving you a full treatment, but if you like use it as a part of the equation, then it's awesome. You know, totally. 
Yeah. yeah. And it like, that's probably why you liked it. Cause out, you're like, that makes sense. But then, yeah. Yeah. It like starts out really heavy with the CBT stuff in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really so hard like, when it's like formulaic too. Was it very formulaic? Like it was this, so, then this, then. Yeah. Like if there's yeah. this and this scenario and I was totally buying into it and I was like, okay, this is great. This is great. I totally get it. And then there was a little bit of disconnect because it was going so much into cognitive behavioral therapy and then it got, yeah, just yeah. keep going. It's good. Yeah. Okay. I recommend that one. Okay. Um, okay. The next one is a parenting book. It's called Brain Body Parenting by Mona Delahook. Uh, I really liked this one because instead of it, inside the book, it says instead of doing a top down approach, so like addressing problems after they happen and just like addressing, you know, the bad behavior, like mm -hmm. you go to timeout because of this, it takes more of a bottom up. Mm -hmm. um approach so in it takes more of a holistic approach which mm -hmm. taylor has mentioned this before being more of like a whole holistic approach to life it factors in more of the nervous system and understanding the core of why is this happening how can i help my child like what is the root of all this so brain body parenting was really good i should probably reread it at the beginning of this new year um yeah, there was that this, was a solid one. <laughs> so what you just mentioned, there was I did I did a whole training on it when I was back at a site when I was interning in and working back in grad school, and we had to do this in depth therapy training, um, where they talked about like if your child is presenting a behavior, then that means that they're lacking a skill and you have to go yes. back to that skill yes. to understand why they're presenting that behavior and teach them the skill and not correct them, but teach them what they're missing. It's showing that there's a hole and it sounds yes. like that's what they're teaching. Exactly. I'm trying to remember. And it's super helpful because like, let's say for example, that your child's having a tantrum, right? They're having a tantrum and they're really upset because- yeah whatever. They don't know how to tie their shoe. Like there's actually a hole in there because maybe they can't, they don't know how to express their emotions or they don't know. There was something earlier that happened in that day that was like, it's just really helpful. Like when you're approaching your children after reading this, you'll be able to see them more like it's just in a better light. It's a little less frustrating because you're realizing like, Hey, like we're missing something. There's a disconnect here. Um, yeah. I'm trying I really, to. I like I'm trying to find one. the name of it because, like, systems, which I know why I like it because it's systems, which is like family and like you know, like yeah. still teaching it and, and attachment comes up, and then there's cognitive processing therapy that came up too. So I'll have to look it up more and see what its specific name was because there was a specific name for the training that we took, but it was a great concept that I've noticed. It's really helped me, like, at working in treatment centers with like teenagers, doing the job I do now, teaching parents, like if you can go in and say their behavior is showing me a lack of a skill and then teach that skill, you're getting way more ahead than just punishing and saying, don't yeah. do this. Like if you just go in and yeah. say like, you're bad, punish, move on. And that yeah. book sounds awesome. So I would I'll yeah. look it up and see if I can find the name of it. But yeah. Yeah. This book is great. I should probably reread it. Um, just cause as your kids change, it's, you know, well, and each kid has different personalities. So the approach has to be slightly different too. So, I mean, that's a great one. Like, I think that's yeah. an awesome book and different yeah. phases of like, you know, adolescence, um, mm -hmm. toddlers and personalities puberty. change like, each time. Yeah. The kid, yeah. like you're getting to know a new child every time. Yeah. So never that's what Banks' doctor just said. Yeah. 
It was funny because yeah. he's four and a half months now and she's like, yeah, it's like a different baby. And then at six months, it'll be a different baby. And at eight yeah. months, it'll be a different baby. And it's just, like every time I take him back to her because it's every two months, right? She's like, oh, it's a different baby. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. He's cute. But it's so fun though because like you get to mourn the loss of the child before and then you get to like rejoice in the new child and their yeah. new development, it, which is super fun. Um, you get to know so many different versions of them. Different stages. So... Okay, my last book that I'm going to suggest is actually one I have only read part of this with my daughter, but she has been reading it for a leadership class that she's taking at the co-op and it's seven habits for highly effective teens. So most of you will probably know like the, uh, the Covey books, like where it's the seven habits books. So this yeah. is targeted just for teens. Love that. It really dives into um, different habits, like to just kind of know who you are to be a good leader, to set your values, um, and just to like stand firm for who you are. So I would highly recommend this. We've had a great conversation on things. I would not recommend this though for children who are, oh, I don't know, like my daughter's 12. There is some discussion. One of the habits, um, they have talked about like, uh, sexual abuse on one of them, like how like one of the skills was becoming more resilient. I don't remember what skill it was. It was like skill three or something, but like they might just need to have a little bit more of a mature background on some of this. Yeah. So I would not have my 10 year old read it by any means, but I think teens is probably a good gauge. So probably like 12 and up, I would say. It's been really good. Like, We've had some good I feel like 12 developmentally can be really the edge. So if you're worried and 12 is usually I say to be safe 13 to 14. Like, okay, yeah cognitively because we can usually see some delays at 12 like does okay, that yeah. make sense for like handling certain yeah things? and like my your daughter kid is a mature okay 12 it, but it's no, but yeah that's she's why a I was mature like, 12 versus like i know a lot of 12 year olds especially like 12 year old boys that cannot handle true. those discussion subjects yeah. so, and that's fine but i love that there's actually something built for teens like because there's a yeah. different cognitive processing love that and i cannot remember the habits off the top of my head but it's really good. Um, each chapter is probably like, I don't know, 20 to 30 pages. So even like in their leadership class, they're breaking it down like one thing at a time. And then they have a full discussion about it. They do all these things. So um, she goes to a homeschool co-op. So they only do this once a week. Mm-hmm. So if you do this, like read this with your child, maybe say we're going to read this chapter this week or whatever. And then, but definitely this is one to, to break down with your children and have a good conversation. Don't just give it to them and say, read it, like give it to them, say, read it, and then talk to them about why they're reading it. So you like a book club with them or something like that, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Any other books that came to your mind before we move on? Those are my books for January. I mean, I've read so many good books, Oh yeah. but um, as far as resources, I will say that. Okay shows so i love documentaries i love um like just i'm kind of a nerd and my husband does too luckily so we watch a lot like we were watching a documentary last night and it was fabulous and um that was on food so that one will be recommended later probably it we'll talk about that one later but the one i'm talking about today is limitless with chris hemsworth it's available on disney plus um it was done by national geographic but there's I want to say six different episodes on here and each one is talking about different things to challenge his mind and body to try and make it healthy and well-balanced. He's trying to fight Alzheimer's, um, preventing it and like unlocking it for himself. So he's trying to find ways to 
optimally take care of his body. And there's a lot of alternative methods. And the one that really stuck with me, which Brittany's going to laugh at and my husband would totally die laughing at, is the cold one. I hate cold. I, I Oh, I know. Like, like the ice baths and all that. Ooh. And it's a big thing yeah. right now. It's a big trend. But like we were in New Zealand last year and we were doing this canyoneering thing and we were like hooked on to the canyons and we had to get um harness like like uh uh belayed down like i had to belay down waterfalls waterfalls guys and i still had like a wetsuit on but this waterfall so freaking cold and i was in a group of like 10 people no i think it was like seven of us or eight of us and there was this other family and then me and my husband and my sister-in-law and everybody, I always was at the end and they would die laughing at me as I would get plunged into this freezing cold water from this waterfall. And I would just be like, <laughs> like, it's just not like hyperventilating, but there's a lot of like benefits. I would be that way though. <laughs> I, I, they thought I was the funniest thing ever. And they were like, all like, just like, you know, waiting after the first one, just like sitting there at the bottom, like, okay, let's watch the stupid girl. And I was like, oh my goodness. But um, <laughs> at least I gave them entertainment that day for free. But I thought it was fascinating how it talked about the chemical reactions in your body and how your body processes, like cleans out your inflammation and it helps to process like your body different, like the, the way it cleans stuff out. So there's a lot of science behind it. There's a lot of interesting facts. If you want to look at changing your behaviors, your habits, there are episodes on that. Like there's, you know, like I said, the cold one where it's um, facing the cold, but it's a lot of these things take willpower, stamina, regiment, like all of these things. So for looking at behaviors, setting goals and all of that, this is a great documentary to watch and kind of see how people do it, get examples and get like kind of reasons why to do what you're doing. So Perfect. loved it. Did you ever watch it? Um, I've seen pieces of it, but I never watched all of it. I think it yeah. came out like a year it ago. It came out last year. Yeah. I want to say last like winter. Like, yeah. Because I remember your sister-in-law talking about it like after it had come yeah. out. I think it probably at New Year's because I always see her at New Year's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like my so I've husband seen watched some without me. Yeah. He watched some without me. So then now I was like, oh, wait, I need to watch those again. Like and catch them up. So I've been watching those again, which made it come to my mind. But I think it's a great resource for it's fun. It's an interesting way to watch it. And it gives you a lot of information, a lot of resources. So that's the show suggestion. Perfect. This mm-hmm. month. Podcast. I love podcasts. <laughs> okay, say what you got. You want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Then you go. I don't care. I just made the desk up again. I hate this desk. Yeah. All right. So the first one that I suggest is called Choiceology by Katie Milkman. This one is talking about how we make choices and the way that you can change that. Like it's, it's a very interesting one with a lot of different episodes on it, but there's a lot of science behind it and a lot of um, information. So I, I actually really like this one. I want to say this is the one with the episode where I listened to about like making goals and how you make goals and how you stay maintaining those goals. And I can highlight the specific episode. I just had to go back and find it. But it was such a good way for me to think about, oh, yeah, this is my motivation. This is my intentionality. Why aren't my behaviors matching up with my motivation and intentionality? And it kind of talks about how you can get those two lined up. So loved that one. Sweet. I'll have to check that one out, too. Yeah, it's a good one. It's not it's no true crime, but it is. Good. Eh, we got to mix it up sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we're going to be freaking out in the corner. Second one for me is Invisibilia. I have talked about this a few times. I love this podcast. It is no longer creating new episodes, but the backlog of this podcast is awesome. It talk, its whole thing in premise is pretty much unforeseen 
um, forces that drive us to do social norms, norms or things like that, or behaviors or every day. So it's, it's a very psychologically based one. Very, very fascinating to talk about. So there's a lot of different episodes. I more so just put out like these are like general episode or general podcasts that I like this month. I will pull out specific ones later. I just like these ones. The last one is 10% happier. And it's talking about how you can be 10% happier every day. You can set your intentionality and you can be more like kind of like what we try and talk about where you can have a more quality of life. One episode that he recently says how to keep going when things get hard, like motivation goals, you're not going to have willpower. Like willpower, I love this. Somebody told me recently, like willpower is a myth. Like it's not, you don't really have willpower. We have only so much stamina for things. And then we have to like, keep going. I think it was dad's nutritionist or something. And I love that. Think it like, was. It totally I think was. So. I'm like, I was a part of this conversation. Who was it? Yeah. I think it was dad's nutritionist. And I actually really love that. Cause my dad does kind of have that thing of like, I just got to tough it out. He's a, he's a football player from the eighties. So like, yeah, hello. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he finally heard that, I think that really stuck to him of like, Oh, I have to create a lifestyle that's actually helpful for to like to me and not where I'm just trying to tough things out. And finally I was able to be like, Mattson, like, you know, he, he has that like mental process too. And hearing that, I think it really resonated with him too. So 10% happier. Listen to that one. It's a really good one. Nice. Okay. I haven't listened to that one either. Um, okay. So mine kind organizing was one, I think I'd referenced this in another episode Mm -hmm. recently. Um, I don't know if I remember the name at the time, but so kind organizing, she is now a professional organizer, but this was something that she really had to work on. Um, as a person. And so she has kind of like makes me feel validated skills. Yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciated this. She has a couple episodes. There was one episode in particular that I really enjoyed, which is actually how I had found out about her was it's titled my unexpected ADH journey and how it affects home organizing. And so it kind of just breaks it down into simple tasks that you can do in order to have a cleaner home. There's little tips, like some of you have probably seen these on Instagram or Pinterest, like do a load of laundry every day. Like just make sure you do one load of laundry. Or I had also learned a really good principle from her. This might've been in a different episode of hers, but where she talked about, make sure that if you're choosing to have a clean house, why are you doing this? Is it because it makes your life better or are you doing it because you look good for the neighbors? And so this is something that we can totally apply to our lives too. I like her approach and yeah. She does a really good job just kind of making it seem realistic, uh, mm-hmm. knowing where you're at and just kind of making small changes to make your house function better for you instead of just having a clean house. So motivation matters. Yeah. Yeah. Because I at first when someone had like recommended this, it's like, why? Why? Like, why am I going to listen to a cleaning podcast? But it's actually really good, especially like check out like that beginning episode about ADHD. I think it was back in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, another another series. This is by uh, Dana Kay, and she has the cutest accent. So it's just fun to listen to because I think she's from Australia. She has the cutest accent, and she is a nutritionist, and she does a great job on breaking this down. So it's called Soaring Child Thriving with ADHD. And I had found this as a resource at the beginning when my son, we were working on some ADHD diagnosis uh, with some dietary changes and she really makes it feel manageable, realistic. And not only does she tell you what to do, but she tells you why and what the benefits are behind it. So 
this is a really good episode. If this is something that you're wanting to look into, whether your child, you think they have an ADHD diagnosis or they just have a new one, or even I think just like behavioral, if they're having a behavioral problem, this could be worth listening to because she does give you more of a holistic approach, um, breaks down the science behind why this thing is happening, what it is and how you can help as a parent. So Okay, but I also have loved – this is going to be dirty for a second because I love nutrition and mental health. It's always been something I'm really passionate about. And I think um, it's really cool because this one, you can see how it also will help people with anxiety and depression. Like yeah. food matters. Like what you fuel your body with. And the more that – like I've had to go back to anti-inflammatory because after giving birth, my hormones are all over. And like that's really – it was really bad for my body. And then um, going back and eating like the style that this lady's talking about is totally – helped a lot of things, but it's also helped in other areas that you don't even notice have happened, like mood swings totally. and all these other things. But people don't realize that what you feed your body and fuel it with will affect your mental health. And this, I think this podcast is really cool because it connects one that people clearly do not see and it's ADHD. It can also, there's other podcasts which I can find um, in the future about ASD and like food and habits there. I had watched one about uh, keto diet for kids that are like on the spectrum that are super high on the spectrum, like not high functioning, but like high, like non-functioning, non-verbal and how like high fatty diets and high foods like help them function better and actually develop a little bit more. So it's interesting. You can, you can feed your diet certain things for what your brain needs and what your body needs. And I love that. Yeah. She also talks a lot about in these episodes, like she specifically calls out saying this will help with anxiety. This will help with depression. Our bodies need a lot of the same type of nutrients. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she also has like guest stuff on just different, you know, art therapy and like different Mm -hmm. other resources to give you some ideas. If your children have mostly anxiety and ADHD is what I feel like it was heavy on. Yeah. Um, Specifically ADHD, obviously, because the title, but it's a really good listen, especially, I mean, here's an episode that's sleep techniques um, to punish or not to punish. Like she's got a really good. Love it. Yeah. It's a good mix of diet as well as other just like balance and resources for your children. So love that. It's great. All right. Well, that is all of our resources. I am this month testing out some new resources. I also like to use interventions like games or things that I found, card decks, things like that. I just found a bunch from this cute little store in La Connor yesterday. um, It's in Washington. It's just like some cute little town. They had all these little like interventions and games though. And I'm going to try them out this month with clients and see what I think. And if I like them, I'm going to bring them on for our next resource month highlight. So perfect. Yeah. We've got a couple little games too that have been really good. Or just yeah. resources in our little calm down corner in the house or the kids. Or yeah. I mean, like, all that yeah. stuff we love, like resources are the best. So, all right, sister. Perfect. Um, don't forget to follow us on Uhane Counseling on Instagram. We'll be posting these resources on there so you can check them out. A lot of these for the books, you can get them through the library. Most libraries have Libby access now. So check it out there or on Amazon. So, Thanks, you guys.